Hey everybody, how are you? This is Pastor Dave at OasisChurchNJ.com. I'm in my office here at home, and I just want to share a short, heartfelt message from my heart to your heart. And if there's one thing, I just want you to get one thing out of this message, is that God the Father, Abba Daddy, loves you so much. He loves you so much that He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus, to die for you on that cross. Three days later, and this is why we're celebrating today, three days later, our Jesus rose from the grave. He conquered death, he conquered disease, he conquered Satan, and someday he's going to be coming back for his children. He's going to break the chains of every kind of injustice. He's going to wipe every tear away. He's going to have the lame walk and the blind will see. Can you imagine the kind of day that will be when Jesus returns? In the meantime, we live in a broken world, right? We live in a world where there's a coronavirus. We live in a world where there's heartache. We live in a world where there's, there, there's suffering of all different types. And my heart goes out to all those who are going through difficult times right now. But I want you to know, and I want you to see today, that God the Father has not abandoned you. That God the Father loves you. And I want you to see everything through the lens of the cross. I want you to see what you're going through through the lens of what Jesus did for you on that cross. I want you to get that God the Father, Abba Daddy, loves you so much that He's in charge of everything happening in this crazy world right now. He's in charge of all diseases. He's in charge of all hopeless situations. He's in charge of anything you could possibly be going through right now. And He has your good in mind. And more than that, through Jesus, He gives us comfort and walks with us through this life. There's a purpose to everything that you're going through right now. In fact, there's no accident that you're listening to this message right now. God has pre-planned that. And today I just want to share some scriptures from Luke 23 about an experience that Jesus went through. And I want you to go with me into the story and I want you to experience the love that God the Father and Jesus has for you. Before we get into Luke 23 and share a short few words, I just want to say that the heart of your Heavenly Father all throughout time, ever since Adam and Eve screwed up in the garden, and we would have screwed up too if we were there, his whole heart has been one of, come home, come back. I want a personal, intimate relationship with you. I want you to know the love I have for you. I want you to know that I care for you, and I'll do anything for you. And that is why God the Father sent his son Jesus, his only boy, to earth, to be among us, to live among us, to heal among us, and yes, to die on a cross for our sins. Jesus says himself in Luke 19.10, he says, I have come to seek and save that which was lost. The whole heart of your Jesus is one of, come back home, I love you, come back to the Father. We love you, we're here for you. And I want you to see the love of God in these verses that we're going to be going over right now. I really love, love, love Luke 23 because it really expresses the love of God for us, the love of God for His creation, the love of God for sinners. It expresses how God cares for someone in a hopeless situation. And I know maybe some of you are going through a hopeless situation right now. God cares for you through that. God is the God of all hope through that. And that's why I love Luke 23. But you have so much going on here. You have here the, the Jews picking on Jesus. You have the Romans mocking Jesus. Yes, even the two criminals on the cross, although you don't see it in this scripture, in Matthew 27, 44, the thief who later on said, Jesus, remember me, even he was picking on Jesus. So you have all this going on. 
So you have all this hatred going on. And what does God do with all that? He takes that hatred and he exchanges back love. Look at the scripture here. It says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. The heart of God, even toward us throwing knives at him, even toward us saying crucify him, even toward us when we reject him, even toward us when we're saying, I don't want anything to do with you, Jesus. His heart toward us is, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I know some of us may be questioning the love of God in this situation, in the crisis we're going through. How could a loving God allow all this to go on? How could a loving God allow all these people to suffer like that? But before you get into that, I want you to come back to the cross. Come back to look at what God the Father allowed Jesus to go through for you. And as we're talking about the love of God for us in Luke 23, Yesterday I took a break from studying and I went and watched TV and I saw doctors and nurses crying on TV and they made me cry because they were talking about how there were these people in ICU dying of the coronavirus and all they wanted was just to see their loved one one more time. All they wanted was to touch the hand of their husband or their wife one more time or their children or their grandchildren but they couldn't do it. They couldn't even say goodbye because they were isolated and, and the nurses were crying and they said, it's such a horrible situation, they died alone. And you know what, that got me thinking about God the Father and God the Son. And, and guys, do you know that for us, God the Father forsook His Son on the cross when Jesus said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It says in the scriptures, in the other scriptures of the New Testament Gospels, that God the Father turned His back on God the Son because for those three hours on the cross, when Jesus was suffering, for those three hours, God the Father looked on Jesus as sin. It says in the scripture that Jesus became sin for us. He actually became sin for us, and God had to punish that sin because he's holy, and he poured out his wrath on Jesus, and, and Jesus was all alone, and he suffered all alone for you, and you, and you, and you, and me, and the whole world's sin. And so that got me thinking about the love of God, how much he must love us that he allowed his son to die alone. And that also got me thinking about when we're going through times like this, and we're wondering where the love of God is. Come back to the cross and look at the love of God for you through Jesus, how he allowed Jesus to suffer for you, how he allowed Jesus to die alone for you and it, it, it bounces things out. There is a great exchange going on there, and if by faith you take it, you take that opportunity, God is saying, I want to take all of your sin, I want to take all of your burden, I want to take all of your sickness, all of your pain, pour it onto me, and I want to give back to you my forgiveness, I want to give back to you my love, I want to give back to you my hope. And as we go on in Luke 23, we see our God is the God of the hopeless situation. There's no such thing as a hopeless situation with our God. Amen? That's right. And here we see these two thieves. And we see one thief on the left and one thief on the right. And they were being crucified with Jesus. Isn't it like Jesus to choose? And mind you, he did choose. This was him totally in charge. Isn't it like Jesus to choose to be crucified among sinners? And why not? It says he was the friend of sinners. And his heart was always towards sinners. Up until the end, when he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, he was given opportunity to everyone who was witnessing this, to everyone to make that choice, to make that decision 
for him. Now, as I said earlier, both thieves were picking on Jesus. Both were mocking Jesus. But, but something precious happened in the heart of that one thief on the cross to the point where when the one thief was mocking Jesus, he cried out and said, Hey, dude, don't you even fear God? We deserve what we're getting. But this man did nothing. But something happened to that man over time, over those hours on the cross, observing Jesus, seeing Jesus' heart toward others. Something happened where that, that man made a decision to trust in Jesus. And might I say to you, Easter and the cross demand a decision. It's either over here, a rejection, or over here, an acceptance. There's no like lukewarm middle ground here. Jesus didn't design it for that. In fact, he planned times just like the times we're going through right now during this crisis. God is bringing you to a point of decision. There's no accident here. God has brought you to a point where he wants you because he loves you. He wants you to make a decision for him. But something happened to this guy. And look at this guy. Who was he? He was in the hopeless of all hopeless situations. Well, thank God he's right next to the God of all hope, right? The God who specializes in hopeless situations. And he is the person, he had nothing to offer. He was a thief probably his whole life. He deserved to die, he said it himself. He's there hanging naked on a cross. Nothing to offer to God, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords at all. Nothing at all to offer him, except that he says one statement, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And look at the heart of God. Look how in one sentence, God instilled such hope in this person because Jesus answered him. Jesus, who himself was suffering, he had the time to answer a thief on the cross who was picking on him most of the time. And Jesus said to him, today. I love that word today. That means like it's coming soon. Is that your suffering is not going to last on this cross forever. Today, he says, today, 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 you will be with me, with me. You're not going to be alone anymore. You're going to be with me in paradise. That's the Persian word for heaven. So can you imagine the hope that must have been infused into that hopeless person at that moment in time where you have the King of Kings and Lord of Lords right next to you saying, son, don't worry about it. Today you're with me. We're going to bust out of this together. and We're going to head up into paradise and you're going to be with me forever. And that's the kind of hope that Jesus wants to give each and every one of us. That death is not the end. That there's a hope beyond the grave. So the question I want to ask you today is, what side of the cross are you on today? Are you on this side that continues to mock Jesus, even in the face of what's going on today in our society? Are you on this side that continues in unbelief? that continues to reject Christ, that continues on a path heading toward hell? Or are you on this side, the path that leads to life, the path that leads to hope, the path that leads to forgiveness, the path that leads to an intimate personal relationship with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords that overcomes every obstacle, that overcomes every disease, that overcomes every circumstance because you have Jesus by your side now. You have Jesus with you. That's the love that God offers. So I want to ask you, what side of the cross are you on today? Easter demands a decision. And I, my heart is pouring out to you today. My heart grieves for you today. My heart wants nothing else but for you.
to come into this relationship with Jesus, just like the thief on the cross came into this relationship. God desires us to come into this relationship. You will never regret it. So today in Luke 23, we see Jesus and his love for the lost. We see Jesus and his love for the sinner, no matter what the sinner has done. And that includes you and me, too. And we see Jesus instilling hope in a hopeless situation. And we see Jesus giving opportunity for all to come to him. Easter demands a decision. The cross demands a decision. So today, we want to give opportunity for you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The scripture says today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that you can have Jesus inside your heart. Today is the day that you can have forgiveness and hope and cleansing and peace and purpose and eternal life with Jesus forever in heaven. Today is the day. So I want to give opportunity for you to decide what side of the cross are you on today. I want to give you opportunity to pray with me today to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you're one of those folks that, like that thief on the cross that, that wants Jesus, take a silent moment here. Ask Jesus into your life. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to remember you. Ask him for a new beginning. Take a moment right now. And dear Father, we thank you so much for the resurrection of Jesus. We thank you that he conquered death and Satan and hell and sickness and that one day, one day soon, he's coming back for us. Father God, we thank you for all this. Please fill us all now with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the victory we have in all things happening in our society today. We thank you for the hope you've given us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you guys and we love you so much and we hope to see you soon next week.